a drink and get comfortable because the real hooligans are about to drop some movie knowledge on your ass. And now, here's Tim and David. All right, hooligans, welcome back. It's time for another episode of your favorite podcast. David, it's Real Hooligans. What's We're up, back. brother? Yeah, we yeah. are back. And, hey, we've got MCU content, baby. Yes. And I like times like this because we get to talk about comic book characters in a positive light. We love them. It's nice to see when characters that we've grown to love over the years are well-written. Well-acted. Acted? Well, acting I can't really take out of some other stuff, but well-written. Everything makes sense. Flows. You can see everything clearly. Connectivity. <laughs> All right, but it's MCU content, baby. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Black Cat. Black Falcon. Black Falcon. But he becomes Black Cat. We get there. There's another Black Cat. A lot Important. of Black Cat. Man, I love this show. I really uh. did. This is actually, okay. I thought it started slow. And we'll talk about my, and have problems, but it was like, I wish they would have kind of done something different a little early on. Um, but man, I thought it finished strong. Those last two episodes were a badass Captain America movie. I think it should have been eight. I do too. Six. And that's what I mean. I, I, I think. I think they rushed. I do. And that's part of my issue. And we'll get into this here when we, when we start, you know, because I'm assuming you got five for me today. I do. So we'll do that real quick. But, yeah, I, I, I agree that there were some elements early on that felt a little rushed. But, all right, man, let's hear your five. Would you want to follow Steve Rogers? No way. As the second <laughs> version of Cap? No way. No. No it's, way. You never want to follow the Hall of Fame quarterback. And it's like he made, like, you know, he made the right decision early on. It just ultimately wasn't the right decision. Yes. But so. But yeah, then we got no John way. Walker. So he was really the second version. Right. And wow. Yeah. That's so much fun. With I'm that also one. not sure if I would have wanted to follow him. Oh, no, probably not. <laughs> Is the shield the most ridiculous comic idea that we are asked to believe without question? Um... Are you talking about the scientific practicalities of it? The the way the, th- the shield yeah. is thrown about. You know what? And the logic of the shield. I think the shield works amazing as, as symbolism. Sure. For that stars and stripes mentality. Absolutely. But also just for the weapon and what the weapon itself represents. I, the way it lands, the way it hits... I think it speaks to, but sometimes it is like, why does it get stuck in a concrete wall, but it just knocks a guy unconscious? Yes. Okay. Yeah, How is I it mean, not splitting people yeah, in Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, man. Maybe it has to do with the way it's being thrown. I don't know. It's like, I'm going to fucking throw this fucker as hard as I can, or I'm just going to knock this bitch out. I mean, I don't know. So, but you're right. It's sometimes, yeah. So let's move on. We'll, we'll talk more about that. All right. Super tech like Sam or super serum like Bucky? What are you picking? Man, I think I'd I'd go with uh, the tech, honestly. I think it'd be fun to have Is that. it because you know yourself and you know you would go down the John Walker road? <laughs> I don't think because I, that is why. I, I can't take the super man, serum. Yeah, I'm not. That I, leads me into another question of are you just, are you taking the super serum if it's offered to you? 
Like if it rolled across the floor and hit your foot and you picked it up? I'd I'd say no. I'd say no. But I'm I'm, I'm saying no based on what I've seen in the show and the movies and how (laughs) people have responded. But, you know, I, I... it's. I suppose if you put me in positions that some of these characters are in when they're offered the serum, it just depends. Like, I, you know, if I'm Sam, no. But if I'm Carly, I mean, for what she's trying to accomplish. I'm I, asking it, yeah. if Tim is sitting at McDonald's and the serum rolls no. across the floor and Tim <laughs> picks it up and it's labeled super serum. <laughs> I might hang on to it, but I, I don't think I'd inject myself with it. Okay. Well, we've established on this show many times that I am the maker of poor decisions and they usually come from the dark side. Um, so I am taking this. So you're taking it, and uh, yeah, I'm, pro- I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna end up in a fight with somebody, and it's not gonna go well for me. Some superhuman is gonna come to uh, to put a stop to me. Yeah. Tim, describe your super suit. Mm-mm-mm. Are you going like the commando? Lots of pockets and storage are you going like the body armor man or just latex is tim just wearing like a what, latex suit what, what does my mcu suit look like man I, I think i'm going with uh i think i i like my favorite cap suit is his first avenger which is very military and a little yes. bit it's not wouldn't be me because I'm not very militant. But would you have a mask or a helmet? Is, is Tim's face exposed? No, I'd have some sort of a. I'd mask up somehow. Yeah, I'm having some kind of super cool yeah. ninja. But I think I'd be, you know, like his suit. I mean, I think I'd have something that's kind of functional. I want Bucky's little face thing that he had in yeah, the I like Winter that. Soldier. I mean, and of course, you know, now that we've gone through COVID, we're all used to wearing masks, right? Yeah. Like that anyway. So. Um, yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, maybe black and green, maybe. Yeah, no, black. You know, I'm, I'm going jet black. I mean, jet black. Yeah, I'd, I'd, have, I'd, have, I'd have some color in there, you know, I mean, but not color, color. It would just be just no, slivers so of some green. We've established my superpower would be Ant-Man with spiders. The yeah. most terrifying thing on earth. Oh so all black. That is fucking terrifying. All right. That's that, five. That's five. All right, man. Captain America. Is gone. He's retired. He is he dead? He's on the moon. He's dead. He's back in the forties, fifties, wherever he wherever he aged from and came back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we don't know where he aged either. I mean, you know, there's so much left open with Steve Rogers, which I think is amazing. And they've obviously, they clearly have him coming back to do something, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Because um, I think there's a lot of fun they can have with both of these guys. So anyways, but okay. So he's gone. And at the end of end game, he gave the shield to Sam. Yeah. Doesn't feel like mine. It is. It is. And, uh, this is all as Bucky's watching, nodding, smiling, happy as can be. Yeah. But, uh, at the beginning, Sam is not too sure here. And, Hands the shield back to the government, and it's just like I, the shield should be retired. It's a you know, it belonged to Steve. He was Captain America. 
Put he's, it in the Smithsonian. He's gone. We should just all remember the ideals that he represented. He's happy just being Falcon. <clears throat> it should just, yeah, he is. He, it should just be a symbol and blah, blah, blah. And uh, we get our first cameo, Don Cheadle. He steps I in. I fucking love Don Cheadle. He, isn't, isn't it so great when he shows up? I You're just him. like, man, and, I'm, good. I'm glad to see him. Here's the thing. Remember Volcano? Volcano? 1996. Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. Okay, there you go. That Don Cheadle's good. in that. And I remember, oh, I had just seen uh, Devil in a Blue Dress, which is a film noir with Denzel Washington, and Don Cheadle's in that, and he's so good. And I had just seen that, so I was like, man. I was like, this dude, Don Cheadle, I was like, this guy is going to be around. I was like, he's from Kansas City, and I was like telling you, I was so excited. I was like, you know, and he's great in that movie, I mean, for what what that is. And he's become what he's become, you know, so it's... Does it need to go on our film noir study? Uh, Devil in a Blue Dress? Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to watch that again. That's a good one. I have never seen it, so. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll put it on the little board over there. Put it on the board. Um, yeah, so um, Don Cheadle shows up, and he's just like, hmm. Sam, is sure this is what you want to do? Rhodey's trying to be the voice of reason here. It's like, it's like I think he knows why he's yes. giving it up. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, at the same time, he's he can't exactly guilt him into keeping it. No. He knows it's, it has to be a choice at this point, um, but he also knows what they're going to do with it if he doesn't. He knows it's not going to stay in that fancy little glass no. case that they, they have that big show of uh, putting it in. Um, but, you know, we also meet Sam's sister, Sarah. Sarah. She's great. Love her. And, uh, you know, since Sam's been gone for five years, and I love the way they explore, um, they're exploring the effects of the snap. And the blip. The or blip. Is, is, the blip is when they disappeared. What do they call it when they reappeared? <laughs> is there a word for it yet? I don't, I don't think so. Okay. All right. So then they come, you know, the, when everybody comes back, um, WandaVision explored that in an interesting way through uh, Monica Rambo. Yeah. Um, and now we're seeing the effects of, uh, you know, Sam's back, but he's been gone for five years. He's an Avenger. People recognize that. But kind of nobody cares. No. I mean, it's like he tries to kind of throw that, you know, throw his celebrity status out there, trying to get, you know, because his sister's trying to get a loan for her boat um, to keep the her family boat, the, the fishing business going. And uh, he's just like, yeah, I kind of don't care who you are. And what are your thoughts on this, the way they were? I mean, everybody's like, how the fuck was Tony not paying everybody? What? Why would he pay anybody? Because, I mean, you do have a lot of money. Yeah, but... I mean, throw throw a couple... These people are helping you do all of the things that you need to do. You can't do this on your own, Tony. And, and you know, it's kind of like... But think about at what point would Tony have put Sam Wilson on a payroll? He met him during Civil War. Everybody got snapped out like a few months later. I mean, you know what I mean? Sure. I mean, it creates like some interesting things, but it's just like, well, there's uh, because of the way everything happened. That's why none of them are. But I just love the way he's like, that's a lot of a uh, lot of goodwill. Yeah. Yeah. Very plainly put. <laughs> wow. Because it is like really you think about that. You're like, oh, yeah, I guess, I, you know, we, we haven't been thinking that. Yeah. These this guys, you guys just do this. Yeah. Steve just asked him, can you, can you come with me and do some stuff? And off he went and never really came back. Yeah. Also, he was a war criminal there for a while, too. Yeah, on the run. 
So, um, so yeah, so he's having, they can't get money and, and I just kind of, you know, he keeps doing the <laughs> the little yeah. hand thing, you know, that's me. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then he asked for that selfie. <laughs> he's like, yes. no, I'm not going to help you guys. Cause I really don't care enough to even just kind of bend a little rule just yeah. to, even though you save the fucking goddamn universe, the universe, David, the universe, the universe. Half the um, people that guy knows. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he then he asked for a selfie. Now, the effects of people returning have been interesting because it is, it would be a worse thing for all those people to come back than for all of them to disappear. Yes. So this is exploring this in some very what the hell would happen? I mean, you have to think like if suddenly our world's population doubled, doubled. In a second. Yes. Because, yeah, then, you, you know. It would be it, catastrophic. Absolutely. You know, so, and I think they're they're going some interesting routes with it. And this kind of explores that. Um, we also have Bucky's story kind of interwoven into this first episode. And this is where my first problem came up is I think there's a lot to be said for where Sam is and what he's going through in um, coming back. Because his his coming back is different from Bucky's. Because Bucky disappeared too, but Bucky's been kind of in and out <laughs> for yeah. like eighty years. Yes. I mean, you know what I'm saying. So in a way, he's kind of used to that. But I mean, even though this is a, when he comes back, it's it's obviously very different for him. Um, so I would have liked to have seen. And you said that you thought there should have been eight episodes. Yes, I would have loved to have seen the start with a Falcon episode. And then a Winter Soldier episode. Because with Bucky, we're dealing with, he's got his list of people that he wants to make amends with from his Winter Soldier days. And he's basically kind of, at first, he we kind of catch him and he's taking somebody out that he helped back in the day. And um, so it's like, I think it would have been better if we would have been able to focus for 40, 40 minutes on him, 40 minutes on Sam. And then open up to everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I really love that with the Winter Soldier, we acknowledged that Bucky, just like Steve, was a man out of time. Mm -hmm. Um, So we got some of, you know, there's a great conversation later on um, with Zemo and they're on on a plane and they're talking about the album that uh, that Falcon told yeah. Steve Marvin Gaye, yes, Trouble Man, and and they're talking about it, and and Bucky's like, yeah, I'm just not into it, and and you know, it, yeah, he's like, get, it's fine, yeah. We get this this back and forth of you know, yeah, he probably did like the shit from the 40s, the 30s and 40s. Yeah. You know, that was that was his jam back in the day. Um, so it makes it makes sense, and it was it was a fun little moment where you you got to feel like, yeah, Bucky's had a lot of shit to deal with. Yeah, and you know, you have, and you have, yeah, he's come back, and this is the first time he's come back and been free. Yeah, I mean, you know, like after, you know, like because he's he's thawed for a few years, they bring him out, hey, go kill Kennedy or something, you know. Yeah. Then they freeze him again. He comes out of freeze, but he's all it's always on a mission. Now he's like, I mean, there's no fight. Yeah. There's no Wakanda battle. There's no Thanos battle. The words don't work anymore. 
your your yeah. brain is free of them. Thank oh, and you. that was a really good moment. Though. Wakanda that with Oya? just really saved that guy. Yeah, that was a really good moment um, <clears throat> with her early on in that episode. Uh, but yeah, you know, so you have this guy. He's never had a life. He's always it's always been a mission, even more so than Steve. Yes, you know. Um, so yeah, you, he's just kind of. He's not sure what to do. He's trying to make up for things he did. But even then, that's not giving him any fulfillment. So I just, like I said, I would have liked to see eight episodes and explored that a little bit more in depth before we then get into, you know, because the the second to last episode, man, it it drops all of the story. Yes. I mean, literally, and it really just focuses on, you know, so that would have been a really good... Uh, bookend, you know, it had you opened it up with kind of two episodes about, you know, how they're individuals. And then you have that episode near the end where they kind of finally come together. They're not just doing this because they've been forced into a situation because they have of a mutual friend. Yes. They're finally finding common ground, um, finding a friendship between them, that they are, they are friends and not just, you know, Steve's friend. Um, yeah, so those, oh man, yeah, those last two episodes anyway were, were amazing. Can we talk about Bucky in therapy and how great all of those scenes are with with Doctor Rayner? Yeah, absolutely. I I really think that this has been a great. I mean, we've we haven't really gotten a lot of Sebastian Stan. I yeah. mean, you know, even if, he's he's got some other movies he's in, but. Um, even as Winter Soldier, he's always just kind of stood there with his shaggy hair and kind of grumpy eyes. Yeah. You know, and, but I I really feel like we've gotten to see him show some real personality. Yeah. Some range, Um, some range, you know, and it's, I I think he's a good actor. So I'm kind of, I'm I'm kind of looking, you know, and again, you know, there's the whole, is he going to play Luke Skywalker? (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I could, I'd lo- I would be totally down. I'm not sure how realistic that is, but it, the, he's the kind of guy I would like to really see do something else. Yes. I mean, obviously, besides, you know, besides, I don't, you know, this, you know, but I, let's see what else he can do now. You yeah, know? absolutely. And I think everybody's getting to see that now. But yeah, there were some great scenes early on, and, and they use those, especially when they put them together in therapy, to really yes. get at the root of... You know, it's it, they have they each have that relationship with Steve, and to lose him the way they did, and the way things kind of went down, and you know, with that shield being passed, it it opened up a lot of existential questions for Sam, or I'm sorry, for for Bucky. <clears throat> you know, him, you know, Sam giving up that shield. You know, the whole um, if you're going to give that up, that does that mean Steve was wrong about you? And if he could be wrong about you, then that means that he could be wrong about me. And so you have, again, you have this guy that he's lost. He doesn't know what to do with his life. He thinks he's a good person because Steve told him he was still good despite what he'd done. But he's questioning all that. And, you know, and again, it's like, I think it's really done well. It's well done how they use this shield as like this, um, the symbol of uh, of of this person's image of them. I mean, it's so well done, and Steve is still such a character, even though he doesn't. Maybe it pictures in the background, but he never shows up. No. Um, and 
you know, I mean, there, every once in a while there's a reference to him that Captain America is on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> which which I, I love. Because I'm kind of hoping he's on the moon. Right? right. That would be so great. I would just love to see, like, just an end credit scene. You know, we don't even have to have, like, you know, just old Steve on sitting the moon. on a moon base. Just sitting there with Nick Fury. That would be amazing. Wow. That would be just incredible. You know, just... Again, you know, like they had the one with him after Spider-Man or yes. whatever. He would just walk around with flip-flops on the something. That would just be, where is he? He is on the moon. Okay, everybody's right. Okay. Um, where do you want to go next? you want to talk about Zemo? Oh, or you want to talk about the Flag Smashers? Let's or talk you, about or the... you want to talk about John Walker? There's so many ways we can go next. That, those are our three next topics here, so pick one. Okay, let's pick the Flag Smashers okay. because that sets up What's going on in this whole? Okay, so we have Carly series. Morgenthau, who is the comic book iteration or the TV show iteration of the comic book character Carl Morgenthau. What were they called? What was his group? They weren't the Flag Smashers in the comics, weren't they? I don't know. Maybe I believe maybe, they were. Maybe they were. Okay. So, anyways, so they bring in this girl. What's her? What's the actress's name? Erin Kellyman. She was in Solo. She played uh, the little rebel leader, pretty much the same character. If there's two sides of a coin, she's playing this character again. Just the other side of the coin from Solo. Essentially, yes. Yeah. She and her group believed that it was better during while well, everybody was gone. Yes. And that's probably true. I mean, like we've Absolutely. talked about on the show, like Thanos wasn't wrong. It would be better if there were half the amount of people and still the same resources. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, it's an ethical question, not a whether right. it would be or not be. Correct. Yeah. Just the, you know, I mean. You um, can't kill a billion people. Absolutely. Yeah. That doesn't mean, you know, mass you just, ge- genocide. Um, but, you know, you have all these people that came back and now you have this girl and her people or she's kind of leader of people who have all been displaced, basically. Yes. It's like all of a sudden these people are back, so you guys don't matter. And uh, they got a hold of the serum. So a, a new doctor came in and took yeah, over the the program, and he was able to isolate the compounds. <laughs> I, right. love, I love when scientists say shit like that. It always makes me laugh. Um, but he figured it out, and he made 20 vials of this super serum. And Carly and, what, eight of her friends yeah. took some super serum. And then they had they had some more. Yeah. They, she got a fanny pack full of right. super serum. So you have all these people, yeah, they run around with these hockey masks with a big red glove on it or hand prints hand or something. Hand print. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's their symbol. Uh, what about Torres? You like Torres? I like Torres. Yeah. That it'll be a new Falcon someday. I I, yeah, he will be. I, I assume that's where they're going with that. Absolutely. I liked him. He's kind of cheesy, but in a, in a kind of a good way. He's he, fun. He seems like a very much like a, a Robin kind of sidekick. Yes. You know, kind of the younger, kind of kind of spunky. Let's go get him, guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He, you know, he, and they had they had good scenes. They seemed to have good chemistry together. Yes. Uh, but it sets up. Uh, he's very tech savvy. Yeah. Um, you know, we get to an incident later where. Sam doesn't have his wings anymore, and this guy will probably fix them, put it back together. So, yeah. But anyway, back to the Flag Smasher. So, yeah. So they they think everything was better then, and so at one point, and this is where I kind of got lost, and I actually just had something cleared up for me before we record this episode. It's all about um, a vaccine at the beginning. 
Remember that? They had the truck full of the vaccine. Yes. They were transporting the vaccine. They were stealing well, there, them all. There was a whole storyline that was cut out, apparently, that was about a pandemic. Oh, uh, does that hit too close to home? Yeah. and But the files of, you know, that. The we're all going to the regular folk, not the refugee folks. Yeah. And it just, so it's like you have a setup for something that gets cut out, but they had to like keep. Leave that one specific <laughs> yeah, scene. Yeah. So there's something, you know, so, cause I was like, what ever happened? I mean, was it going anywhere? Where were they? Why'd they have all those? But something got cut out. So anyway, so they're trying to help people essentially, but they're seen as terrorists. And, uh, where do you come down on this side of the debate? Are you take setting aside the means in which the flag smashers go about their business just based on the, we'll call it a political stance of the flag smashers. Where are you coming down in this debate? Uh, like, do I agree with her stance and why she's doing what she's doing? Sure. I guess early on, essentially, it makes sense. I, I think, but I think the whole thing about her character is it's like, it feels like in every episode, it's like her, what she's doing just keeps changing, you know? But early on, yeah, I mean. I think she's changing. Well, she's changing. And becoming the, more violent because she's John Walker. Right. Oh, it's all for I mean, it's, it's. Her hand is forced, you know, and she kind of keeps changing the group's direction because of events and, you know, what, how she feels she needs to respond to get the, her message the out. The serum is is certainly playing sure. a part. In but, yeah, I mean, early, you know, early on, it's like that's what we're talking about, you know, is, uh, yeah, wh- how, how would you react, you know, if you're displaced? You know, pissed. like, let's say uh, all these people suddenly fucking come back and they're like, oh, by the way, like 30 years ago, um, 50 years ago, something, you know, even before our lifetime or something, let's say, oh, half the population disappeared. We never told anybody, but fuck, they're back. Technically, they lived here first. No. <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden, Tim, David, our families are, what the fuck would we do? We're fighting. Well, yeah, there's probably going to be some shit going down, you probably. know, and um, I'm going to fight for what's mine and you are too and. Fuck, we're, we're buddies. We're going to band together and take back our shit. Right. That, so, and at that point, somebody offers me a super serum. Yep, I might be taking it. I'm probably and doing so, it. And so, you know, that, like we've said during five questions. Right now, somebody walked up to me at Taco Via. Like, Tim, you want some super serum? I'm like, motherfucker, I am eating a taco right now. Get out of here. Can I pour it on top somebody, of my taco? If somebody displaces me, I'm trying to protect my family, I'm going to super soldier up, man. I think Maybe. so. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's like I'm down with her. But then I, ultimately, though, I felt a lot of times we spent too much time with them. It's like we'd have like just these scenes where it was like her and the dude standing in a cemetery having a. And it's like, was this the same conversation they had in the last episode about this? Right. You know, it was like it just was very repetitive. Standing on the street corner. So it was like in that one episode, uh, the fifth episode, where they just, again, they would show. I was like, man, you could have cut them out completely from this because the whole time they're like, she's super low, you know, she's hiding. Get her out of there completely then. You know, it was like I felt like they kept going back to her when she really didn't have a whole lot to say. Sure. Um, I, I thought the scenes between her and Sam were good. Great. I mean, you know, it's like, I like her. I just, it's like, I would like to see her play something different, you know? And so it kind of, in this case, she didn't, wasn't working for me because, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, anyways, we, we just talked about that. So, so Sam and Bucky 
We're working together. Team up. They team up, you know, begrudgingly. Unwillingly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to go after, to kind of figure out where, where these flag smashers. I love the conversation they have early on about the big three. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, you know. So good. Aliens, androids, and what was the third one? Shit. God, I don't know. Tell Super me. soldiers. No. And ants. Oh, wizards. Wizards. Aliens, androids, and wizards. Because that was the whole, there's no such thing as wizards. And he's like, Dr. Strange. He's like, it's a sorcerer. He's like, ah, sorcerer's just a wizard without a hat. Yep. <laughs> I just came up with that. <laughs> Anthony Mackie's so great. So, anyways. Uh, so, yeah. So, now they're they're going on a mission together. Um, to- now we get to talk about... John Walker. Yeah, we get introduced to him right about this time. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting so, ready yeah. to go on their missions together. They're teaming up, and John Walker's like, hey, by the way, I'm the new Captain America. Yeah, all of a sudden, breaking news, the United States government is unveiling the new Captain America, and it's John Walker. This goofy motherfucker. And how about that introduction? Dude? Holy shit. Have you ever just seen... And, you know, because you have to look at the reaction of fans now to what happens on Twitter. Right. Um, Twitter blew the fuck up when that smart-ass little prick trotted up those steps. Gave him that smile. And not, did that little nod and wink. Oh, my God. People went apeshit. Yeah. I, and it was fun. It was fun. So great. And he loved the reaction. Yes. If you hate Wyatt Russell right now. Trust me, he's sitting at home laughing that shit up. Yes. He did his job. Everybody on this show pat themselves on the back for the work that went into that moment in time. Because I that that's a moment where uh, I'll remember for, for quite some time the, oh, oh my shit, God. here uh, we go. Oh, this is going to be... Cheesy, cocky fuck, fuck, man. Yeah, absolutely. Great job, Wyatt Russell. I had the pleasure of meeting this man. Yeah. Several years ago, I in, I interviewed him for uh, Everybody Wants Some, and he talked that day about his first audition, which was for Captain America. Really? Yeah. And yeah. Well, I'm glad it. Why Russell, out. the the son of Kurt. Kurt Russell. And if you see this this kid with his shaggy hair and beard, especially, uh-huh. dude, he looks he looks just like Kurt Russell yeah. from like the thing. Um, McCready. Um, yeah. So he shows up. What are you, what are you showing me? Is that the, is that the look? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Beard. Absolutely. Just like that. Yeah. I mean, he, but he, even more so, I mean, he gets pretty grisly. I've, I've seen interviews with him, but, um, so yeah, this dude shows up. He's captain America. No serum. He's just, a, he's just a, he's a great soldier. He's a four tour battle hardened special forces hero. Yeah. He is the quintessential but, but you know but American the thing about John soldier. Walker is he's been a soldier in a totally different time. Absolutely. And that is the difference between him and Steve Rogers. Um their morality line is not the same. Nope. And that's because of the way he's been trained. I mean a lot of that does come back to you know the training of the United States military and what he went through. It's very much the same as, you know, that group of dudes in first Avengers where Tommy Lee Jones wanted yes. to pick from these guys. But Peggy was like, no, I like Hodges this. passed I like this. every test we gave yeah. him. He wanted, he was Hodges. Absolutely. He's big, he's you know, smart, but he follows orders. Yeah. 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 
Um, yeah. He's exactly what the U.S. military but is But he's got the for. shield, and Sam immediately is like, fuck, what I do? And Bucky is like, fuck, what did you do? Nice job, dipshit. Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, he is... Not going to be a good representation of this shield. And it becomes no. very much that because we're about to get into a lot of um, a lot of things about the shield that a lot of people didn't know. And um, that for me is represented by one of the best parts of this series. And that's Isaiah. Isaiah, Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. Played by Carl Lumbly. Did you ever watch Alias? No. Okay. Well, Carl Lumbly was on Alias. He played Dixon. Uh, he was also in uh, the Shining sequel, Doctor Sleep. I did not see that one either. Oh, I'm. I didn't figure you would. Okay. So, but he's great. Now Isaiah was part of a group of soldiers that were experimented on with serum after Steve went under the ice. They were trying to resurrect the program. And right. And they found these black soldiers, you know, of course, in a way that says, you're just a bunch of black soldiers. Nobody, you're, you're. Nobody's going to miss you. Yeah. You're, expo- you know, you're expendable. So we can, uh, and it worked on him though. And uh, this is, a, Bucky introduces Sam to this idea. Yes. This is somebody that Steve never knew about, as far as we know. He never knew about him because I think Steve would have addressed the issue. Yeah, I think that. Um, now this is a character that's based on on a comic book story. Yes. What, what was the comic book? Uh, Truth, red, white, and black. Something like that, right? Because I know a lot of people were thought that the show was getting a little bit too PC and speaking to the woke crowd by introducing. Oh no, there was a black cat. No, that's this is comic book. This is. Pulled from the pages. Yeah, if you're worried about comic book movies and content being too PC, you've never read a comic book Absol- in your life. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so uh, Bucky introduces Sam to Isaiah. Isaiah is a very bitter person. Angry. About the stars, stripes, what was happened to him. He was experimented on for 30 years because it worked. And because, you know what, one time all of his guys were captured in a POW camp. So he broke out and single-handedly rescued all of them. His punishment was to go into prison to be experimented on for 30 years. Uh, not celebrated like the white boy, Steve yes. Rogers, when he did literally the exact, the exact same, same thing. thing. Um, so yeah, so he's bitter. His wife died in prison yeah. while he was in prison. And that was kept from him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, only he found out like the letters like years later and uh, yeah. Powerful scene. I mean, he has two amazing scenes, actually. The second one was even better. The, the when Sam anger goes back. and hurt on that guy's face when when Sam meets him for the, for the first time. Where it introduced to it an, an idea that uh, he fought Winter Soldier and took his arm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> At one point. So he whooped Bucky's ass back in the day. Um, yeah. And he's basically, you know, he just, he's... It shows Sam the heaviness that is what he's trying to do. And Bucky had never really... It, it's all kind of coming coming into focus for Bucky. Yeah. Because he's a white dude. You know, we've talked about on this show how, um, like, we'll watch, you know, a black film. 
and enjoy it. But then we talk, you know, we speak to somebody and they, they point out, you know, how there's like, yeah, that's kind of racist for the way these things are depicted, but we don't see this. I mean, you know, sure. and, uh, and, and that, that's kind of how Bucky sees the way they handed over that shield. We didn't think this was going to be a big deal. Oh, fuck. Now I remember this dude and what he's going through. And this is kind of the weight that's on Sam now. And I'm realizing, you know, and he's kind of having a for you know. So, so we have Isaiah. Sam's upset that nobody knew about this because, you know, of course, you know, something happens to the black man, you just sweep it under the rug, right? Yeah. And it goes away. Um, okay. But either way, they have to figure out how to get to the Flag Smashers. And that, of course, means they have to go and uh, talk to a guy that knows some stuff about some super soldiers and shit like that. And we have who I think right now, Loki aside, is the best villain in the MCU. Tim Daniel Brule. Phenomenal. Yeah. By far my favorite. Um, and he just brings him to life. He's so good in like every scene. It's kind. Of, it, it feels very much like the way Hiddleston has control of Loki. Yeah. Um, where you're just, I want more of you. Yeah, there, there isn't enough of you on my screen at any point in time. He's so good. I mean, yeah. Rush is one of my favorite movies. Oh, so great. He's so freaking good in that movie. Yeah. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yes. He's amazing in that. Uh, he is a terrific actor. And uh, so, yeah, and we get, for some reason, we finally get, and even though it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but we finally get to see Baron Zemo in his full comic book costume. Yeah. With his big giant coat, coat thing and, and his, his mask. mask. I don't understand the mask. <laughs> Why? Well, okay. Because I, I, as far as we know, before Civil War, he was just a soldier with a family. Family was killed. Because the Avengers created a fucking robot that dropped a city on his family. So he went to get revenge on the Avengers by turning them against each other, essentially, right? And then he was imprisoned. Where'd this mask come from? Why'd he have it? It was like a fitted... Like, he had to have had that made. It wasn't just a stocking cap. He cut some eyes out. Oh, no, no, no. That's custom. It was amazing, though. Don't get me wrong. And he looked totally badass when he threw that sucker on, was up on top of that truck fighting dudes. And, you know, got to finally see Baron Zemo. You know what I'm saying? That was a, it was a great... Even though I was like, doesn't even make sense he has this mask, but whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm into Part it. of the mystery <laughs> of, of Baron Zemo. And they kind of alluded to that um, when they're going to get on the private plane and... Uh, Sam's like, you're rich. Yeah, he's like, I'm a baron, I'm a dude. baron. So there's probably a whole life of yeah, mystery yeah, built in and, there. And that's what I love about it. Because it, yes. that's one thing. I was like, why do you have that? Where? At what point in your life? He's like, I need this mask. And his introduction as, you know, this crazy killer. Um, they're fighting in the shipping container yard. Yeah. And he's... You see it in the trailer where he's walking across the top of it with the mask on, and then and then we see him with the mask on and he's blowing dudes up yeah. by shooting a gas main and uh, just jumps good, right into action. It was a good villain moment. Yes, but you always knew at some point in time Zemo was going to do some shit. Zemo's in this for himself and no one else. Man, that that's what I think I'm. 
I, I want to talk about what were any of his motivations to stop the super soldier program, yeah. which was his plan all along. Right. But it's like right now, outside of that, that really was it. Yeah. And that makes him interesting to me. Yes. <laughs> because it's like, you know, yeah, he wanted to get away if he could. I don't think he thought he was. Yeah. But, you know, because he was clearly at the end there in Sokovia waiting for Bucky to catch up to him. He just didn't got there later than he thought he would. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's some fucking great moments. They break him out of prison like 24 style. I love that whole scene when so great. when he uh, was explaining. He's like, okay, so, I mean, this might have happened. <laughs> and then he walks in and Sam's like, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah, great moments. And, you know, of course, uh, we have the Wakandans finally catch on to yeah they're not the, going to stand for the this. fact that bucky has let him out and they're like dude we just we kind of let you guys put him in your prison and you or no he was in a german prison wasn't he yeah okay yeah but at the, the way they saw it was like we thought you guys handled this and you break him out are you fucking crazy yeah he's like ah, you know we needed him you know we needed him and uh yeah we'll wrap we'll wrap back around to how they catch up with Zima here in a little bit um you want to get back into John? Yeah. All right. So we got Zemo, and he's helping Bucky and Falcon, but John Walker and his boy Battlestar. Battlestar. Uh, Lamar. Uh, Lamar Hodges, was that his name? Yeah. Okay. Now, Lamar's an interesting character because he's such a yes man to John. He is so happy to be on the team. But he's also like Jiminy Cricket. You know, where he's just like every now and then he's like, well, I don't think we should do this. I think yeah. we should listen. It's like, but it's like John's so used to this dude always saying what he wants to hear that he just doesn't even listen to him in the moments no. when he, he should probably should. listen. Yeah. You know, um, and you know, okay. So we, they had the same conversation we had. Would you take the serum? Sure. You know, and, uh, Lamar, even though I don't believe him, I don't believe his answer, honestly. But right. he says, hells yeah. yeah. Hells yeah. Because it's not really an option. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's what we're here it, for. Yeah. You know, I'm a soldier. Yeah. I'm supposed to be super. I want to be, yeah. I want to be unstoppable for what for my purpose. Hell right. yeah. Um, and he knows what Captain America was, you know. He had that serum. Everybody thinks they're going to be Captain America. Right, right, America. right. But I don't believe him. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, I don't really believe that if Lamar had that option, he would have taken it. I mean, you know, it's, I, I feel like that was just all in jest of that conversation and, and keeping his boy pepped up because he wants, you know, Hype you're, you're Captain America, you know? And uh, so John gets a hold of some serum during a fight with uh, Carly and Zemo. They all kind of come together. We have some interesting moments between Walker and Sam as he, when he's Cap. But uh, he finally gets that serum. And I, does he inject himself? Is that just how easy it is eight I years think so. later? It's just a shot. Yeah. Like Steve had to be put in like a tube. Capsule. Like injected with like 20 shots at the same time. And like I sh- can do it. Shots with fucking lightning, you know? Right. But now it's just like he can just. I felt that. I felt like they rushed past. That was another moment and decision that was rushed past a little bit. Well, I think with the doctor saying that his version was so much better and refined and, um, so they kind of, Oh, I just mean even, even in his decision to do it. Yeah. You know? Oh, sure. 
That's all I mean. I mean, because obviously we know he's going to take it. But, Absolutely. Um, I, I think John Walker's a great character because there is like a morality battle going on. He just always seems to come down on the wrong side. More super soldiers enhance the lore of Captain America. It really gives you a better perspective on how unique Steve was. And Zemo points out there's never been another one since. And we come to find out there was. His name was Isaiah Bradley. Um, But how rare and unique these people are that that get this and don't go the red skull way. Right. Um, and I like that we get a character like Bucky in the mix as well. That's kind of had to learn to manage. He had it given to him against. He, yeah, yeah, it was, it was just given to him. He, yeah. And so he's got to figure out, okay, how do I be a good person with this shit coursing through my veins? Um, when all it's done is bad things. Yes. Years. Um, so John has his ass handed to him several times. Ooh, the Wakandans just... Yeah. <laughs> that see, that scene is boy. so great. Oh. And, and again, another way that Wyatt just nails this character. The way he walks up and puts his hand on Oyo. Oh, <laughs> my just, God. It is just like, I guarantee all of us watching that, we're like, oh, you've done fucked up now, buddy. Dude. Poor <laughs> um, choice. And then they, yeah, because they're, they're there for Zemo. Um, he's there because he just, he's so like five steps behind everybody that he he just wants, he just wants to be on the, on the team that's trying to figure this out at this point. And, uh, yeah, so he's fighting three Wakandans, three members of the, was it Dormelage? Yes. They say it. And I'd love the way, um, everybody's just watching. Yeah. They know exactly what's going to happen right now. (laughs) They're just like, uh, Sam's like, shouldn't we help? And he's just like, looking strong, John. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Zemo uses this as his chance to escape because eventually Bucky tries to just stop. He's not trying to fight anybody, but the simple fact that he even stands in the way at all makes him a part of this fight. Yes. And they start kicking his ass. And I love the way she does the disables his arm (laughs) and just drops it on the floor. Yeah. And yeah. So he's done. Do that. Actually, yeah, no, I didn't know that. Of course, they have a fail-safe word. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, they built that shit. Can't tell them about everything. So, yeah, so Zemo gets away. Um, John, at this point, he's he's just embarrassed. He's just had his ass kicked. On the floor. They, they weren't even super soldiers. Yeah. Because the super soldiers whooped his ass, and now the Dormelage whipped his ass, and the, he probably sees a bunch of chicks just kicked his ass yeah. all over that freaking room. And he's very lucky that, you know, they almost took his shield also, yeah, because she politely technic- gave it, it back. Technically, to him. is theirs if they want it back. Um, and so, yeah, so he's he's taking the serum now. He has a conversation with Battlestar. He finds that serum, and he's he takes it because the next time they fight, man, that boy comes busting through walls, and Sam's like, "Oh shit, brother, what'd you do?" Yeah, you, you did it. And uh, at this point, this is about when a uh, dude gets killed, right? Battlestar. Battlestar gets killed by one of Carly's people, by her, by her, her buddy, who had, uh, who had a wonderful moment earlier, talking about how he loved Captain America when he was a kid. It was like his yeah. hero. Yeah. 
you know, grew up wanting to be him. But there's again, but there's never been somebody like him. I mean, yes. you know, he was such a unique hero. He wasn't like all these other guys, you know. But he sees those, he sees he sees those same qualities in Carly. At least yes. he saw them before, you know, early on. And uh, and so now we have what e- easily might be the most shocking moment of this show is the moment when John catches up with this dude and beats this guy to a bloody pulp with the shield with the whole world watching. Pretty much takes his head off. Yeah. Is what I'm left to assume happened I assume you decapitated him, too. Is yeah. that not one of the most visually disturbing scenes in in the MCU? I, I, it, in, it was, in terms of brutality? It mirrors... In that moment, it mirrored Civil War with Steve... Holding that shield above Tony, yeah, and you know he he uses it to disable the suit, yes. But in that moment of just rage, he very easily. But because he's Steve, he was able to control that emotion just enough to reroute that decision and take out his arc reactor, yes. And he throws down the shield. He's like, "Man, fuck this thing." Yeah. Um, but no, oh man, yeah, when he stands up and he's just like looking around like, what the fuck are you guys going to do about it? I did the right thing. That shield, there's just blood dripping all over that shield. People are just snapping video. Whew. That's a powerful image. It really was. And again, it's just like, had there, have we ever seen blood on that shield? Not like that. No. I mean, I mean, honestly, it's like, it's (laughs) now when you go through those movies again, watch Captain America. Is there ever a shot of blood on a shield? Hmm. You know? All right. So, um, yeah. And so now again, then we get into these last two episodes. Um, is there anything you'll start before we get into the, the reclaiming of the shield? Yes. Can we talk about the power broker? Oh yeah. The other boring character. I think, how long? She's so boring. <laughs> how long did it take you to figure out? How many episodes in did it take you to figure out who is the power broker? Uh, the first one she showed up in. Thank you. Yeah, it's like for me, it was like until the end when Batroc was like, "Oh, so you're the power broker?" I was like, "Dude, are we fucking really pretending like this is a twist?" Yes. I assume we all knew this. Yes. You know, so that that annoyed me because I was like, "Oh, you think this is a twist?" Um. I don't know. I, I, I'm interested to see. I, I guess let's see what they do with her. I think she's a scroll. Ooh. Tim because otherwise, I'm like, does this... I mean, I know in the comics, she's kind of back and forth, shady. Yeah. Shield, Hydra. She's out she, for her. Yeah. This, I just didn't like the whole, oh, I was left for... Everybody forgot about me. It was just like, check. What just happened? Did you ever fucking call somebody and be like, yeah, I'm still alive. I came back. As far as they know, people died. Did you die? Did, were you in an airplane when the blip happened? Well, she was a traitor, though. Uh, also, you know. but I'm just like, at what point was Sam supposed to go? Has anybody checked on? I mean, you Sharon. know, yeah. so it's just like I totally didn't buy into her whole bitterness. But I, I, I get that they have to set her up as having something against, um, you know, her former employers, basically. Feels betrayed sure. by her country. I get she, it. She tried to help the Avengers and she got in trouble and they're all heroes now. Yeah. So now she's working in Madripoor. Do you want to talk about Madripoor? Madripoor is great. <laughs> what a hive of despicable people that live in. I feel like this isn't the last we've seen of Madripoor. No. I feel like this will be a location that's obviously going to be explored more in depth once they introduce 
some characters. Okay, so does... <laughs> you want to talk a, about the mutants? Am I being a stupid <laughs> fanboy and wishing for things and seeing things that aren't there if I bring up that mutants play a very important part in Madrigal? No, not at all. I think we're... I, that's what I'm saying. I think we're going to get to the to the heart of what everybody loves about the location from the comics. Okay. I just... They're obviously not at that point in their phase four storytelling to, but they're laying tracks, man. I, I hope that's okay. the case. I uh, me too. I hope that they're like, you know, a year or two from now, they're like, remember that when we did that thing, we really did that thing for a right. reason. Right, right, right. And we get some of, some of that, but yeah, it's just a place for bad people to go and do bad things with other bad people. And it's great. And it's great. And I love that they, Ended up there. I love that Zemo's got a place. That episode was amazing. That was written by the the John Wick writer. Yeah, because my God, that was stra- it was straight up just John Wick from the fight scenes to the way they went into the club to the fact that they all had the bounties put on. Yes. <laughs> it was just it was just so wonderful because it was like if you didn't know, I, actually I didn't know, and I think at one point Nick goes, "Oh, this is written by the John Wick guy." By the way, I was like, you know what? Thank you because it, it I abs- was about to say this is very John Wick. Yes, as as a fan of action if you've seen john wick you knew right Right. away this this was inspired by and it was fun yeah it was the whole whole scene with uh him going in and taking the the shot of snake blood (laughs) he's like oh yeah my favorite (laughs) um but at this point everybody knew who the winter soldier was yeah because of when because he's the winter soldier well he was there at some point well, but see, remember, Black Widow used to say, those who know call him the Winter Soldier, yeah. but he's like a ghost story. But then she exposed all that information, I'm assuming, Online. at the end of... Okay. Yeah. And that's... Because it seems pretty commonplace that everybody knows, recognizes him. Yes. I mean, you know, oh, look at you, the Winter... I don't know. So, okay. So, Madripoor, power broker. Power broker. She wants, yeah, Zemo... We got Zemo. We got Sharon. She and she helps him. Yeah. So she's not like totally bad. She's she, playing along. But like you said, she's just kind of out for herself. And if she can help them, she will. But she thinks that's a good shot for her to get the serum back. So she's right. going two routes. She wants the serum from Carly. Right. And she, and if these guys can help me get the serum while I'm working this other angle as well, I'm going to do it. Or she wants her pardon. Yeah. And she kind of gets a little bit of everything. She doesn't get her serums. Yes. She definitely comes out best at the end of this show. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about we'll talk about her being a scroll here in a second. All right. So we have this amazing scene where dude just fucking murdered this dude with a shield. And Sam and Bucky go to take it back. And I just love this, where they walk in. They're, he's just like, you don't want to do this. And Bucky's like, yeah, we do. Yeah. He's just been waiting to kick this dude's ass. Yes. And it's a it's a good fight. We have the scene where he rips the wings off, yeah, Falcon, and then again brings that shield up, much the same way that he did just a few minutes ago. Almost kills Sam. He's saved by Bucky. Now you know they get that shield, and I even love then it's just like the way he just throw that throws that shield down to Sam, like he's like, don't fucking lose this again. Yeah, hang on to that shit. It's important. Um, yeah, and at this point, Sam has to. I mean, he's. Had having a decision forced on him, but he's got to make it. He's yeah. got to be cap. Now, now this shield has been disgraced. 
Captain America just fucking murdered somebody. The world hates you. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I, I'm loving the way the Avengers are seen right now. It's like nobody really gives a shit. Yeah. You know, which is, has been has been fascinating so far through what we've seen. Um, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of them, you know, the cops met him that one time. They're like, oh, aren't you guys Avengers? I mean, it's almost like, don't you guys play for the Royals? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're not one of the big four. Yeah. Big six. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, then we have that awesome training montage. That's a fucking montage. Yeah, you know, where the, and you know, again, where you have, now you have Bucky, you know, dude, like, dude, I, we had no idea what we were entrusting, you know, or, or forcing on you. By handing mm-hmm. you this shield, we just, I didn't want to do it. And they're not going to let me do it because I fucking murdered people for like 80 years. Yeah. We just thought, you're a good dude. Yeah. And he likes you. We like you. You're, you know. Steve saw something. We thought with you. the wings and the shield, you'd be kind of cool. Yeah. We didn't really think about it. We didn't think about how heavy stuff. it was to say yeah. a black man was Captain America. So then we have another amazing scene where he goes back to talk to Isaiah. Yes. A and Isaiah kind of fills, fills in some gaps. And man, just even the way he's like, uh, he says that any self-respect, no self-respecting black man would ever be Captain America. Yes. And just how hard that hits Sam is incredible. Yeah. You know, all this weight, because now it's just like, you know, it was basically the voice of black people going, you can't represent this country. After what this country has done to us for 200 some odd years, you know, it's like, no, dude, you cannot do this but he also knows i have to for that reason yes sam has to make that that sacrifice yeah so um uh we have another great scene with bucky and zemo in sokovia at the memorial where you know his for ultimately for his kids and uh you know he he he's expecting bucky I think he's hoping that he can winter soldier him again and get her to kill Carly. Yeah. Um, he's got like, this weird mutual respect for him. I just love how he's like, I'm not going to kill you. No. <laughs> I killed all the other ones. But he, but he does like Bucky. Yeah. All, he, he likes him. Yeah, he does. You know, and Bucky's just like, oh, wow, I'm so relieved. He's got a gun. So at this point, Zemo's like, I think he, 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 just, he knows there's a few things that could happen here. Mm-hmm. All right, he's going to kill me. He's going to turn me over to the Wakandans. Or me and him are going to go get a beer and he's going to fucking kill Carly for me and finish this shit. And then he can do those other two things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> One, uh, yeah. so One just, of them's happening. Just, that's why I just love him because you can, you can always see. I love the, the comment about the, the head tilt. Yeah. <laughs> and the way Daniel Brule is kind of in that scene has it and he just kind of straightens his head like, I don't do that. <laughs> um but ultimately, he turns them over to the Wakandans, and they're like, yeah, this is cool, man, but you probably shouldn't come hang out with us for a while. Yeah. I'd stay away. Give us some space. But even then, he's like, all right, I still have another favor to, to, to call in here. And he ha- has them hook him up with a new suit. What were your thoughts of the new Captain America suit? Because we get that in the final episode. We have this great moment where he comes in, he flies overhead, and it's like, oh, Falcon. No, it's not Falcon. Dude lands, and he's just in that white, blue, red, with the goggles, with the wings, and the shield. I love it. Yeah, me too. Because it's different. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, John Walker's suit was very much in the same 
model of Steve's. Right. It very much felt like Utility, something you would yeah. have seen Steve in. A soldier. Yes. Right. But S- Sam's was so much more vibrant and yeah, more of a beacon. You know, yeah. it's just got this bright, brilliant look at me. Yeah. I'm here. I just love the way there were so many great things that they did with him in this last episode that I felt that Anthony Mackie over these final two finally got that character, those character, those character moments that I thought were missing early on, or at least I felt maybe they could have done more early to set these up better. But even when they happened at the end, they were still great. Um, the, where he's flying around and then the helicopter was going down. Yeah. That was a great save. You know, it's like he had his hero moments. Yes. And they were hero moments. They were, they, it was, you saw Captain America. He was saving people. He'll go after the bad guys, but his first job is to protect, to save people, to, you know, and, it, and that was great. Flipping that shield up over his wings as that helicopter, helicopter came. Smashed. Yeah, it came just kind of dunked off of him. I love how they have used technology to make up for his lack of yeah. super serum. Um, you Brought know, back he, Red Wing. Yeah, and and in a great way, you know, Red Wing helped save the day when he, you know, swooped in and yeah. identified this person has flight experience. And, oh, that was great. Yeah, hooked uh, him up with the text messages and mid-flight, you know. When he sh- threw the shield, knocked the door off, and then flew through and grabbed that. Was, I mean, yes. there were some great, I mean, you're... You're getting a different Captain America here, obviously, because he's got the wings, so he can do a lot of fun things that you just couldn't physically do with Steve Rogers. Yes. Um, And you're right. The science, you know, the way he saved that, that was a great moment when Walker comes back at the end, because he's not, at this moment, and we'll talk about that other cameo, we'll run 10 more minutes, it'll be a little longer episode, we're good. There's a lot to say here. Let's pause on this final battle and go back to the fun cameo that shows up. Yeah. Um, they, we were teased about halfway through the show that a character was going to show up that was popular in the comics and played by a popular actor. And at this point, I think we all assumed that the power broker was going to be. I'm not sure. I just I still thought assumed it was what's her name. But yeah. I, I wasn't sure, you know, because they said it was a popular character. So nobody knew who the character was going to be. And it's uh, Contessa Consuelo Val something. <laughs> Madam Hydra. She does have. <laughs> she has some crazy. Valentina name. Allegro. Yeah, Valentina Allegro, Allegro Contessa. Yeah, something like that. And uh, played by Julia Louis Dreyfus. Man, she is fun. She's so great. Which it, it's funny because my family and I are literally like watching uh, Old Christine, the show with her, and yeah. Seinfeld. Like, so it's like there's like a lot of Julia Louis Dreyfus going on in our house right now. But it was like literally the last person I expected to strut into that room. Yes. <laughs> After the tease of this actor is going to show up that everybody loves. And I'm like, wow. I just And what an interesting choice because she's got she's a really funny person that can mm-hmm. be funny without telling jokes. And she does, has a great humor balance here. And just the way she's passively, aggressively threatening John Walker into working for her. Yes. <laughs> and... and She's one of those people that you feel like you're in control of the situation, but she has outclassed and outmaneuvered you in every way, and you are now just a pawn in her little game. 
Right. And she's now obviously going to set up some sort of team. Because she was working for... <clears throat> in the comics, she's like a S.H.I.E.L.D. Hydra sleeper double, double agent. agent okay. In this, she shows up right after he's been kicked out of the government. They're like, you're not a They've soldier. Stripped you don't him of fucking, you don't get benefits. <laughs> like everything. Retroactive even. You know, so it's like really some harsh shit. Consider all he did was do stuff that he, that soldiers do all the time, just not on camera. Sure. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And she literally comes in like right behind that and is like, all right, that's just what we, but we still need you. So it's like, she's in the government somehow. She's connected. It's more like, that's just what we have to tell you publicly. You're still working for us. You don't need that shield because we got some other ideas for you. And then I just love his shield that he makes. It's so ghetto. Because <laughs> it's like the shield I made for my kid for his Captain America costume when he was 15 or 12 or something. Yeah. You know? Elizabeth just... has a Wonder Woman shield that looks very similar. <laughs> right. But he shows up and he tries to have a hero moment. He has an opportunity to go after Carly. And instead he tries to save the, the other refugees the or hostages. whatever. Yeah, the, ho- the hostages. And uh, uh, he just can't quite do it. It's like, you know, and then you have Falcon comes in there and has his another Captain America moment where he, he finishes the job. That's Black um, Falcon. And I did love, you know, and I think this is going to set up some fun moments between the three of those three of those characters now. Absolutely. You know, because even uh, when he steps up there and he quotes out Lincoln. Yeah. And Bucky's just like, dude, really? Lincoln? Lincoln? He's like, yeah, man, he's a great guy. You know, and it was just, he's like, yeah, not when you say it. You know, it's just, so it's. Again, you're going to have another character that they play, play well off each other. And yeah. I think that'll be some, create some fun moments. Because we don't know where he's going, where they're going with the, the U.S. agent. He gets his new costume at the end there. It's black. It's the same, just black. Just black. <laughs> Again, a, a great line delivery by um, Wyatt in that moment. Just like, yeah, it's the same. Just black. Just black. Um, all right, so are they setting up Dark Avengers or... Thunderbolts. Dark Avengers. Dark Avengers. That's kind of what I want to see. Yeah. I Zemo. So. Zemo or is he going to be Thunderbolts? Man, Zemo. But with, with Dark Avengers, you get Bucky and him working together. Yeah. I mean, you know. Let's have that. I kind of feel like that's where they're going with this because there's no Avengers. Yeah, they're all pretty. And I, I think this is another interesting, right? Because Avengers really aren't a thing right now. No, not really. Wanda did some shit. There's Spider-Man. But he's just a kid. And now he's even... Yeah, Doctor Strange on the is lamb. somewhere doing something. But he doesn't consider himself an Avenger. You know what I mean? He's he's a Sorcerer Supreme. He does his own shit. Captain Marvel's yeah. off in space. Hawkeye is still Hawkeye. He's got his own show. But he's got some shit going on with him. We'll find out. They just wrapped his filming. Yeah. Okay. Great ending. They, they feel like we could finish it there. Sure. They win. Great moment. You know, he has that speech at the end. He he's he's embodied. People see him embodying this. That's the cap we we should have. Yes. You know, and uh, so now he's going to go off and be Captain America. And we find out on the heels of this, they've greenlit a new movie. Captain be, America Four. It's going to be same writing team. Yeah. So you know, we don't know if it'll be a director, but at least the same writing team is developing the story. Um, I love it because, you know, I assumed we were going to get another, 
a show, a season, but because especially when it comes up, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, I hope that's not the name of the movie. Yeah. Because we just had one called Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Throwing the word and is in there, in there isn't. I mean, of course, it's no difference going Fast and the Furious, the Fast and the Furious. Right. But you know how me with titles, it's just like, don't just add a word. Change it up. <laughs> yeah. Be creative. But I love it. Let's let's have another. Um, Anthony Mackie is going to be great, man. I'm I'm excited for it. I'm, I think he has a good, he has a different personality than Chris Evans. He can bring a different perspective yeah. on a lot of unique situations. Yeah. Who do you bring in as a villain? You gotta, oh man, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know either. Red Skull, do you bring him back? That would be fun. Yeah, I think you have to. You don't have to bring Hugo back. All right, oh, now no, you need also, to bring Hugo back. Also on this, constant rumors that Chris Evans is coming back for another Captain America project, but it's not this movie, and it's not the What If. A lot of people seem to think they're going to do a series with him now, and it'll be the him returning the stones. Eh. What would you do with him? He's coming back for something. I mean, that, and it, that could be a few years down the road, Secret Invasion, or which, which one? That's Secret Wars, the movie. Secret Invasion's the show, right? Something like that. Yeah. So many wars and secrets with Marvel. Anyways, well... Apparently, they're bringing him back. All right. Whatever. So, yeah. Whatever. All right, man. So, that's over. Loki's next. Black Widow's next. Do we get uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus in Black Widow? Yes. That I, was I, supposed I, to be her original introduction. <laughs> that's that's what I've kind of come to understand is we would have got more of an introduction. That way, when she shows up in this and comes walking in that room, you're like, ooh, it's her again. Yeah. You know. What's she been up to? So, yeah. That should be fun because I'm assuming, yeah, Taskmaster will be yeah. in that group, too. And I'm looking forward to him as a villain. See what he can do. So, can we talk about the good thing that Sam did with Isaiah Bradley at the end? Oh yeah, we get to wrap up the Isaiah Bradley story. And uh, I'm in the comics. It's Captain America. It's it's Steve that shows up and right. does all of this stuff with Isaiah, and he returns Isaiah's uniform from from when he was. Um, cap during his time. Um, and I'm glad that it didn't play out that way in this MCU. Yeah. I'm glad that it was Sam that got to do this. Right. Um, uh, but Sam kind of sets things straight by having Isaiah enshrined at the Smithsonian like Steve. It's right yeah. next to Steve's exhibit. Um, he gets a statue and now everybody will know the sacrifice that he made yeah. for, for his country and just Falcon wasn't the first black Captain America. No. No. And everybody knows it. And for me, this very much reminds me of the reveal of the Negro Leagues to people. Negro yeah. Leagues baseball. Um, I remember back in the 90s, Ken Burns had a multi-series baseball documentary. It's called Baseball. Remember that? Yeah. And there was a whole, there was one episode about the Negro Leagues. That was the first time I really like, I mean, because I'd heard of some of those players, but I saw them all and I was, I was fucking mesmerized. I was like, wow, those guys were amazing. Why aren't more yeah. people talking about these players? And, and, you know, we've just kind of had that. That just reminded me of that. It's just like, 
people being able to finally see something that they've never seen. That something that's kind of been hidden because of, you know it's disgrace. You know, a lot of people didn't yeah. want to talk about Cool Papa Bell and you know Josh Buck Gibson, O'Neal. yeah, and all these players and what they did. They were some of the baddest ass baseball players ever. And it's kind of the same thing here. You're learning. There was a whole bunch of superheroes before all these guys. Yeah. And we hit them because they were black. And, you know, and now you're getting to finally see this amazing character. I'd love to see them do something with his character. I would love to see. I would rather see that than Chris Evans do something. I would love to see Chris Evans as old Steve Rogers sitting down with old Isaiah and old Isaiah telling stories, giving us flashbacks of when he was Captain America okay. back in the day. Just them sitting around an old All fire pit, having a scotch, <laughs> talking about the, the Fishing cool in a boat. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Shit. You know, just old guys sharing a Werther's original and a story. <laughs> Bring it on. I would watch the shit out of that show, Tim. Oh, I love it. Well, let's see what they do, man. They're doing some fun stuff with Captain America. It's been 10 years since they introduced this character on the big screen. And it's fun to see where they're going with it and still in, in developing and opening it up in ways that um, are going to be interesting as they develop. The MCU Phase 4 Real Hooligans. That was fun, too. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, so next up we have all kinds of things coming up. Um, we're ending April as we do this but man we've got Gladiator coming up we've got movies that need sequels one day you and I sat down and just Just kind of hashed out some sequels we're gonna do uh, Masters of the Universe man and uh, when was the last time you watched that it's been years dude oh we're gonna start a fun new we're gonna start a fun new thing where we just we look at crappy movies fun crappy movies to watch I don't want to watch it Movies. Yeah, I don't want to watch just a, a shit movie. It's just, just a, just a movie. shit movie. But, you know, maybe so you watch and go, you know, like Super Mario Brothers, where you watch and go, how'd this happen? <laughs> Why did this happen? <laughs> what were you thinking? Um, all right. So that's going to do it for this episode. A little bit longer, but thanks for hanging out with us. We had a lot to say. Um, yeah. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. Real Hooligans, Tim English, David Kane. Bye, David.